Join us on Bookish Brews, where two book-loving friends turn their cozy conversations into a podcast adventure. Grab your favorite cup of coffee, settle in, and enjoy the literary and caffeinated banter as we explore the pages of captivating stories. I'm Rosie. And I'm Lex. And together, we invite you to join our book club discussions infused with the warmth of freshly brewed coffee. Let's dive into the delight world of books, friendship, and coffee. Welcome to the club. Spoiler warning, our discussions in this podcast include spoilers for the book we will be discussing. Listener discretion is advised. If you haven't already, go and read the book and come back and listen to Bookish Brews. This podcast will include explicit language and mature topics. We're Bookish Brews and let the bookish banter begin. Welcome back, everyone. This is part two of Iron Flame. Yes. I know we just talked to you guys on Wednesday, but we're back on Friday. So happy Friday, everyone. Happy Friday. Um, no. mm-hmm. I'm super excited to get into this part two because like you said last episode, this is where shit hit the fans. So much goes on. So much happens. Again, we meet more people. Um, I yes. know we met a lot of people in part one. Um, we're also meeting more people in part two. Um, we have some griffins joining us and some flyers. Some griffins and flyers. Mm-hmm. We have a little bit of Riddick Sass and uh, Sawyer kind of, you know, falling for Justinia. So Aww, that'll so be cute. cute. Mm-hmm. And, and Darna's awake. And Darna's awake. And she and woke up get... hungry. <laughs> she did she did but we get some info on her and what kind of dragon she is so Mm -hmm. that'll be towards the end because as she woke up um she's not gold yeah she is black and that's Mm -hmm. when again violet confronts you know taryn and is like is she your freaking baby or not and taryn's like (laughs) no but you know violet doesn't believe they were keeping it from Violet. They already knew she was no longer gold, and Violet mm-hmm. could sense something was wrong. They're yep. you know, not telling me everything, and and she's and she had asked them repeatedly, and you know she's just getting sick of everyone keeping all the secrets from her. Yeah, so can't wait to get into more of Indarna in a bit. Just a little recap: um, what happened in part one at the very end is that Violet showed up to Arisha with a bunch of writers and dragons and professors and Brennan's like what the hell is going on here (laughs) he's he's a little overwhelmed and a little in over his head he doesn't know what to do with all these people they don't have enough space for all of them and their dragons too yeah so it's it became a little much for him and you know with the amount of dragons that came and you know some of the elders also came with them. They also brought some hatchlings, which then, you know, kind of turned Erasia into, uh, what did they call it? A hatching ground? Yes. And so that, you know, with that ha- comes magic. And, you know, that the venom are able to detect. So that's another worry on Brennan's plate. And he's kind of freaking out about that a little bit. I will say... Right into the first chapter of part two. What are Violet and Zayden doing? 
having mm-hmm. sex. Mm-hmm. Yep. It, <laughs> and, you know, it's been a, it's been a long time. They haven't had, you know, the couple hours that they have with each other every week is not enough. No, and I think this is what they need to relieve some tension because they have mm-hmm. been through a lot. I was it was so funny though because he wanted her to be super loud and she's like there's too many people here and he's like I want them to hear and mm-hmm. he gets her to be really loud. He's like, there are hundreds of people in this palace of a house. And she gets loud and she's a little embarrassed. But he's like pretty much put a sound protection. And he, yeah, he knows so, like, oh, don't worry. Nobody heard you. But I just yeah. wanted you to think they did. <laughs> yeah. So that was super funny. That was super cute. Um, a lighthearted moment. <laughs> yeah. And technically in this, you know, in this place, she should be sharing a room with Rhiannon. But she's not, obviously. She's going to be with Zayden. Um, they're basically turning Zayden's old house into Best Guy. Like, yep. they're trying to transform it into a war college. Um, you know, they brought some professors over. They're still trying to figure out how to lift the wards, um, especially now that they're a hatching ground because magic's being detected by the venom. And so they're trying to, you know, protect themselves as much as they can as quickly as possible. Yeah, and they also try to just kind of get back to normal. Like, the professors, you know, put together classes. Like, okay, time to resume our classes. Time to resume, you know, all of our lessons. Preparations for the war. Yes. But they're also still not kids. To me, I still think they're children, but they're in their 20s. But, like, yeah. you know, they're still young adults. Like, they don't expect Especially going to, go to, to war. war. Yeah, like, we're in our... I mean, I want to say mid-20s, but, you know, we're in our later 20s, and I can't even imagine going to war. Like, I no. would feel like I need a school to go to war. Just because being, just being thrown into it, too. Like, they – Yeah. They, all this was kept from them. They had no idea what was going on. They had on. no they didn't idea what was happening. Venom. Yeah. They didn't even know Venom existed. This is, like, a completely new being. Like, they thought yeah. Violet was the only one that ever heard of them, and it was folklore. Like, it wasn't anything yeah. that she even – ever thought was ever going to be real yeah it's so they're fighting a battle you know kind of blind because of course venon know about them i have at the end of chapter 37 um says violet sees something in her archives in her mind it's shimmering and she hears a soft voice says violet and she says she a smile spreads across my face and darna so and darna's awake and she is back Yep, and Darna's awake, so she's going to be the first of many that, you know, are going to come into play in part two, and Darna's awake, very hungry. Um, She has this, you know, common thing that she wants to eat everyone that comes in her path, and Taryn doesn't let her. (laughs) They do mention right here, pretty much right off the bat, that there are some complications. So, and Darna slept a lot longer than most dragons and when she woke up i believe one of her wings was weaker than mm-hmm. the other and she couldn't fly yeah she and couldn't so, spread her wings out so she's gonna be doing yeah, like, something kind of like, like a physical therapy for dragons with the elders um mm-hmm. but she is so hard-headed and determined she's like no i'm fine like <laughs> i'm okay i can do this and violet so- is just like so worried about her so technically, Antarna is an adolescent, which aka is a cheerleader, a teenager. 
So, you know, they're trying to protect her, but a sassy teenager she is. She's like, I got this. Don't touch me. <laughs> yep, exactly. She can do it all on her own. Um, they get a horde of dragons coming and they don't know what's happening or who it is. And they all run outside. Um, and Violet sees Mira because, you know, she didn't know Mira was coming. She didn't talk to Mira. You know, they can't really have communication outside. So Mira and Tiny, which Tiny is Mira's dragon, they show up. And, of course, Violet's super happy. And I'm pretty sure Zayden's the one that meets up with them and brings them over. Yeah, he does, yes. Yeah. And I'll let you tell them what Mira does because it's – Oh, oh my God. I I just – I loved it. Rosie texted me and I was like, yeah, she's that bitch. So Mira (laughs) sees – I think she was, like, hugging – in the middle of hugging hugging Violet. Violet. Super Mm -hmm. excited to see her and everything. And then she – Violet can, like, feel her, like, go stiff or just – she can tell something's wrong. And it's because Mira sees Brennan. Mm-hmm. And, and mind you guys, is, Mira did not know Brennan was alive either. No, 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 no. This is all new to her. So she walked straight up to him and punched him right in the face. Mira is that sister and just straight up, like, Violet, you know, got sad and was, like, teary-eyed. But Mira punches him in the fucking face. <laughs> and it was – I literally texted Lex and was like – I love Mira. She just punched him in the face. Like, this is the best thing that could have ha- – like, this is the best reaction that, that I was hoping for. And uh, she's was. pissed. Um, and then, of course, she's she gets a little mad at Violet for not telling her. But she's more pissed at Brennan. Yeah. And you kept it for six years. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So, I love that scene. Yep, so Mira is now also in the revolution. So now it's all of the Soaring Guild children, all three of them, um, reunited again, you know, against basically against their mom. So, you know, with some of the challenges of, you know, being in Erasia, they don't have wards. Um, you know, they've been smuggling weapons out, but, you know, it's not, not enough. Um, so they need a what's called a luminary and you know with the luminary it helps them create weapons that will you know work against the venom so and the only place they can get that is from this person called viscount takaris and you know he's a collector of rare items which happens to be the luminary but zayden's had you know uh, he's had a personal connection with him, which we'll get into in a little bit what their connection is. But he knows that not only does he like to collect rare items, he likes to collect rare people. So they've communicated with Viscount Sakaris, and his condition is that he wants to see Violet wield lightning. He wants the lightning wielder. And That's Zayden's the only like, way nope. he'll hand it over. Yep, and Zayden's like, nope, absolutely not. Brennan's like, nope, he'll keep you. That's not what we're doing. Absolutely not. Nope. Um, so Zayden you know, too. He was like, yeah, they're he both didn't want her to go. He was like, um, no, I'm not going to take you. You know, and she was like, I'll just go by myself. And he said, the fuck you will. And Violet said to him, Do you know who you sound like right now? And Zayden said, Please enlighten me. She said, Dane. 
and slams the door in his face. Cause he's, Which, he did sound like pain. Yeah, he did. He was holding her back. As much as he wanted mm-hmm. to protect her against this, he's holding her back at the same time. Like, yep. He's not letting her make her own decisions because he's so scared. And because their relationship is not completely healed, he's very insecure. He feels very, like, threatened that, you know, Violet's going to be gone or that she's going to be in danger. Especially now because there's there are no wards to protect her or, you know, she's not in a safe place. They're not, they're not in Navarre anymore. And he probably knows that, you know, Takaris has ill intention. Like, why does he want to mm-hmm. see her wield, you know? Yeah. Rightfully exactly. so. But, like, you were complaining about Dane, mm-hmm. you know, coddling and her and all these things. Yeah. And I get it. She was tortured and you saw her on the brink of death a couple of times but clearly she's come back every time so let's let her be (laughs) but that scene really did yeah i loved it too that made me feel like it just i was like yes violet like not only did you just stand up to dane too but you're standing up to satan you're proving your own so with that like had she did she not prove herself enough through the she tells you know like satan like you know you you're protecting me too much like you're not letting me do what we need to do like you're protecting me but risking everybody else here in erasure yeah so she gets taren and taren agrees not willingly but he agrees um she gets mira and she gets brennan and they all decide to go to viscount to they decide to go. So the three of them, Mira goes as the muscle, Brayden go, or Brennan goes as the, the brains. negotiator. <laughs> yeah, the brains, yeah. the negotiator. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and they, once they get there and land, they are met with a bunch of Griffin Riot flyers. Um, the Viscount is, I think, you know, somewhere nearby, but he's not there. And Taryn says, you are not going to like what we find when you land. <laughs> and, of course, she doesn't know what that means. But she's like, okay, be on high alert, everybody, basically. Yeah. Catriona, cat, mm-hmm. which is um, a huge new character in this book. Um and I think that's what Taryn was talking about when he's like, you are not going to like <laughs> yeah. no, what you're going to see yeah. when we land. At first, that's what she thinks that's what he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So they land. Um, Catriona is there. And so is her sister, um, Serena. But she met Serena last time in Fourth Wing when they first fought the Venom. So she met Serena. So mm-hmm. she knew Serena. And now she's but she had never her met her sister. And in part one of Iron Flame, Bodhi had mentioned something super quick saying, uh, like, he yeah. didn't even act like this with Kat. And she was like, wait, what? Violet was and like, who's Kat? Yeah, what? who's Kat? So when she sees Catriona on, when, on their way to um, the Viscounts, she puts it together. Oh, 
this is Kat. And Kat's sizing me up right now. She's looking at me up and down. She has like these she's not happy with that I'm here right now. And there's a truth seeker or truth sayer there as well. Like asking their intentions and what they are planning to do just to make sure like that they're not going in there with ill intentions or anything like that. Brennan does most of the talking. Mira's just like, if you touch me, I'll kill you. <laughs> Which she's not lying. So mm-hmm. and one of the flyers is like, ooh, I like that. And she was like, don't <laughs> touch me. But very flirty in that moment with one of the flyers. Eventually, they let them through. And who is there? Daddy. Zayden. Yes. And she, and, the first thing and he Violet's says. And Violet's like, what the hell? And Taryn's like, I told you you weren't going to like when we landed. <laughs> and Zayden's like, you're not where I left you, violence. And Violet's just like, neither are you. Yeah, Violet's confused on why Zayden is there. Um, and we find out that Kat is the niece of Viscount Sakaris. And he knew Violet wasn't just going to let it go. So he knew that she was yeah. going to show up. He knew she was going to be there. So he wanted to beat her there. Yes. And should we get into who Kat is? Yeah, let's get into Catriona. Well, I did have some moments where I liked Kat, and I had some moments where I couldn't stand her. Yeah. Which, that's probably how everybody felt about her. When we first meet her, we're like, oh, what the fuck, we hate her. She's Zayden's (laughs) ex. Like, what the hell? And then as we get to know her, I feel like we're more sad for her than we are upset with her. She's had this life planned out for her, and it's not going the way it should be. I mean, including with the Venon, including with Zayden, including with her being with her uncle, because we'll get into it a little bit later, but she has to leave her uncle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think it's hard for her, too, because obviously um, she is not only Zayden's ex, but they were engaged to be married serena is her big sister um and she does remind me a lot of mira so yes she does they do have very similar features of like protecting but also serena puts her in check because violet has saved serena's life in fourth wing with the first battle with the venom um violet saved serena's life so Serena is like, yo, chill. You know, she's not bad. She's cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically. Yeah. But I kind of feel like that's what Violet needs. Like, it kind of goes to show that Zayden, because, you know, that's her whole conflict in both books is like, does he really love me? Does he really care for me? And it's like, okay, Kat is there and she's pushing your buttons and making you feel like, you know, you're less than, you don't deserve him. And Zayden's like, I don't give a fuck about Kat. Like, I just want you. Yeah. So one of the things that you guys should know about flyers is that they don't have signets, but they do have lesser magic. And most of their magic has to do with mind work. So keep that in mind as we travel along with, or I wouldn't say mind manipulation, 
but mind and enha- enhancement maybe is a better word yeah. for it. Yeah, I would agree. They're at Corden and the Viscount Takaris pretty much wants to put Violet kind of like in this like battlefield like arena outside in the grass and he wants to see her wield power, wield her lightning. And for her it's not easy for her to control. When, because she was when she was in Best Guy, Varish was her trainer, her signet trainer, and he was just burning her out, wanting to see how much yeah. she could do and how quickly she could reproduce the next one. And Adoratia, she, she's learning more control and so, targets. Try to hit your targets yeah. too. Um, her mirror go out um, onto the grass, and it starts to rain. And she talks about that there's two guards that were in front of her. Um, and they move out of the way, and there's, like, the, one of the guards pulls something out of his pocket, but she doesn't know what it is. And Mira's there, and she's on the arena, and it says that there's a bunch of wielding griffin flyers surrounding them um, with arrows in their direction. And Violet says something that, like, oh, they're probably scared that I'm going to hit Takaris, like... Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of like gladiator style, like yeah, the way like they're they in an arena. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so she tries to reach for Terran's power to wield lightning, and um, she lets the guard know, like, "Hey, you guys might want to get out of the way, like, because they give her I a chest wield, to aim for." Mm-hmm. Yes, when I wield, it's not always guaranteed to hit my target. Mm-hmm. And she says that. Um, she, yeah, like you said, the chest is there and that the box shifts and topples onto one of the guards like he has a key. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, well, what the hell is this key to this chest? Like, what is in this chest? Like, what is mm-hmm. going on? They have absolutely no idea. And then all of a sudden, like, Mirror's just like, what the fuck is happening? Like, I just have a gut feeling something's mm-hmm. wrong. Something is about to and happen. And Zayden yells Violet's name, and Violet looks, and one of the, I think one of the guards has, like, bloodshot eyes. Mm-hmm. And well, Violet he gets, real- like, stuck and frozen. because Yes, and he has what- bloodshot mm-hmm. eyes, and Violet's, like, venom. Like, she just says venom. Mm-hmm. And a fucking venom shows up to this field. Like, Takara mm-hmm. pops out of the up. chest. Because it, when, so they have it locked. So when he's in the chest, because Venom get their power from the grounds and the grounds, yeah. nature. And so when he was in the chest, he wasn't getting any power. But as soon as they opened the power, he reached for the guard and took the power from the guard. And as he steps down onto the ground, they're fucked. Yep. Yeah, because he can he take power from the, the ground. ground. Yep, and it'll yep, reach assault. all the way across mm-hmm. the fields. Yep. Crazy. <laughs> Violet um, starts freaking out, you know, and I think Brennan mm-hmm. comes running out and she's like yelling at Mira and Brennan, like, get off of the grass because this Venom's about to siphon power from the ground and drain them of their power mm-hmm. in their life. And it's raining around and Zayden's out there kind of trying to help her. Um, but Just he's up the at top, the top. Though. Yes, from the top. He's like yelling at her. And Taryn is in her head and she's communicating with Taryn. And they're kind of coming up with like a game plan. And he's like telling her like, 
this is important. Your timing is important right now. Mm-hmm. And Violet's just like, my timing will be perfect. Like she has all the confidence that she needs to mm-hmm. kill this venom. You're putting her loved ones at danger. Like she does not play around. Yeah. Which was, she, I think she tried a couple of times. And- she hit the chest, but he was already out of the chest uh-huh. when she hit it for the first time. So I think she waited. This is when she waited for the water to get wet. That's and right. when the venom, she waited for Taryn and, you know, they let it soak. She was like timing it as everything. You know, she was keeping the venom at bay from touching the ground because that was what she was trying to prevent was him touching the ground. And, you know, once the water came to a certain level and the venom was on the ground, that's when Taryn swooped down, grabbed her and she, you know, Send a shock through the water, which then electrocuted the venom and killed the, the venom. But that's why Taryn was. Your timing is everything right now because if she didn't get yeah. picked up, and you know she would have gotten electrocuted as well. So he was. Your that's timing right. needs to be perfect. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it which was. will happen a lot during the part two of this. Yeah, she can't. Yeah, and I herself. think a lot in the part two is also way. Because, you know, like she said, she doesn't always hit her targets, but she comes up with mm-hmm. different ways on mm-hmm. how to distribute her power. So this well, one just was like the she water. With, mm-hmm. Well, just like she did with Gauntlet. Remember when she couldn't make that jump? She grabbed the rope yeah. and used it. Yeah. So she's always coming up with – it might not be the quote-unquote right way, but she's coming up with a way to stay alive. Yeah. Exactly. And what does Zayden do? He's so pissed. He goes and he chokes Takaris. Cat's <laughs> trying to, you know, tell him to put him down, but he doesn't give a shit about Cat. Like, he yeah. does not care for Cat whatsoever, so he's not listening mm-hmm. until Violet gets there and goes in between them and she tells him, I'm okay. I am safe. We are fine. Yeah. Like, don't so let he- your emotions get to you and kill this person when we still need them. Yeah, we still need them. Uh, we still need their help. Zayden puts him down. And this is when Brennan's magic skills of negotiating come into play. <laughs> because at this point, then, I mean, Brennan, Mira, Zayden, even Violet, they're pissed. They yeah. are fucking livid. And Kat and Serena say they don't know anything, but... And, you know, they're mad. They're upset with uh, how it went down. But, you know, they're going to have their uncles back. Yeah. And the deal is that Griffins and Flyers go to Erasia and train to fight Venom. Yes. Along with, you know, some weapons that they get from the Luminary, from using the Luminary. Which means that Kat will be going to Erasure. Yes, so to annoy the hell out of Violet. <laughs> Griffin Flyers have their own kind of version of Best Guy. They have like a quote-unquote war college as well. Um, they do definitely do things a little bit differently that we'll get into as we yeah. go along. Um, so it's going to be a lot of, you know, trusting one another when they've been taught never to trust each of the groups. 
Yeah, and so. Violet is definitely not happy. I remember she was like, because Brennan was the one who gave them the okay, was like, yeah, yeah. as long as each flyer can, you know, bring weapons with them or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And Violet's just like, I'm going to kill Brennan. Like, what did yeah. you just sign us up for? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, Griffin flyers and riders are not meant to work together. So it's just a huge mess. Yeah, which brings us into um, having to climb the cliffs of Draylor. They are climbing this mountain, which, you know, Brennan says it's not exactly the same as parapet or gauntlet, but, you know, it's something similar. So that way the For dragons that, and flyers. Yeah. So that way the dragons and the riders will respect the flyers. Yeah, if they make it. And I think it takes them, oh God, I forget, like a whole day almost. Like, yeah. No food, no water, like. Exactly what, nothing. you know, the riders had on parapet and gauntlet. Like, they just got tossed into it. As they're climbing along, they, I think they're like kind of like buddied with the riders and the flyers are like paired mm-hmm. with each other and they kind of start talking start getting to know each other the things the differences in their colleges and one of the flyers mentions that um it just sounds like a death threat going into the writer's quadrant at Pastia. Mm-hmm. and they're just like oh it's it's different they don't expect us to die nobody dies in college but their version of parapet, as you guys know, in the first book, a couple people die on the, just walking into the college. It's not even in the yeah. college themselves. So the way they end up pairing with Griffins is they jump off this cliff and like it's Oceanside Cliff and they jump off and they have faith that a Griffin will grab them. And, you know, that's who they end up pairing with is the griffin that catches them. And so Violet says, oh, so, you know, if you don't bond, you die. And it was Mira, uh, Marin, which is Kat's best friend, because it's, that's end up, that's who she ends up getting paired with is Kat's best friend, um, tells her like, what? No, no one dies. They have to swim to shore. Like they end up in the ocean and they just swim to shore. What do you mean? Do they die? totally different i mean death is thrown at each cadet at the writer's quadrant and it's not like that for the flyers yeah which you know violet kind of went into in part one with rian and she was like the death that we deal with all the time you know kind of prepares you for what's out there because when you know liam died all she wanted to do was sit there with his body but there was a war going on so she couldn't and you know, she used yeah. that training. Was like, okay, I gotta get up. I gotta go. I gotta move. Keep it moving. So, keep it pushing. Like your loved ones are gonna die. Mm-hmm. She it. said that's what prepared. You know, that prepared her in that way because she's been through a battle. She's been through people dying in a battle. She's been through like she has to keep going or she's gonna die. Yeah, unfortunately, that's how it goes. So the higher they go into this cliff, they're, you know, Brennan's on the top of the cliff with some of the, you know, the olders. Listen, um, they have a kind of like a stretcher or like a van to help carry the griffins back down because, you know, the altitude, it's hard for them to breathe, hard for them to be in mm-hmm. the altitude. Um, 
but as they get higher, they started yeah. reaching some clouds and, you know, Violet started feeling some – and this – okay, before we get into that, this is why I also think Violet is venom because she can feel them coming. She always yeah. feels them coming. So this – that's, that's like, another that's reason good. of, like, my – yeah, that's another one of my theories is, like, why I think she's venom because she always feels them coming. And she dreams of them. Yeah, and she dreams – I don't think those are dreams. I don't think so either. I think they're communicating to her that way. I think so. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's like, um, I don't want to say like a premonition of what's going to happen because it's like he's talking to her in that moment. Yeah. And I, I swear, I swear she's fucking Venom. Um, yeah, but it says, I think she's talking to Taryn. He says, you can't feel, or she says, you can't feel them, can you? And he says, I was aware something fell off. Yeah, but she can – she feels them, I feel like. She, she knows. She feels them. And that's why she asked Taryn, like, oh, do you know – do you feel that? And he's like, something just feels off, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, they can't figure it out. They don't know what's going on. There's too many clouds at this altitude. Even the dragons yeah. can't see. Dane is there as well, and um, the women show up with Venon, and Dane and Brennan are further up ahead, and they're – talking to each other and saying that the dragons can't see so even though they have dragons there with them it doesn't matter at this point yeah but for some reason the women they can the see wyvern. And the, yeah the wyvern, the wyvern can, can see, see through the fog they're, i feel like they're like kind of creating Adapted. it in a way oh maybe, maybe. but like like because they travel in the cloud yes yeah, that's how they get around. And Violet comes. They're all kind of freaking out, and they think that they can't do anything until the clouds clear up. Um, and so they're trying to get the Griffins out because they yes, can't. Because they can't do anything in this altitude. No, they can't. E- they can barely even fly, and they're just all gonna die. So mm-hmm. Violet comes up with an idea to use the clouds to their advantage she goes in behind them on the clouds at first and she tries yeah, to take she a comes couple out in on Tarn, and they figure out that they are riderless there's no venom on with them Tarn and violet are trying to get ahead of them to make them follow Tarn and violet to get them away from the cliffs and from all the riders, flyers, and all the, the griffins. griffins. Yeah. And so they kind of have, they use that as a distraction. Like, just keep chasing him. Don't turn around. Um, stay in your seat. He Taryn's so worried about Violet falling off. Yeah, so, so you know, Taryn is always telling Violet not to get out of her seat, not to get out of her seat, because, mm-hmm. you know, he's so worried about her falling off. Um, Taryn and um, Violet can communicate in their heads. They can also see each other's like I don't want to say see each other's thoughts, but they know what they're planning. And so Violet yes. has another split second plan, and Taryn's like, "Okay, again, your timing is everything." So he has to trust her, and she has to have that confidence in herself, like she did the last time she killed the venom. She was also thinking because in her new training at Arisha, they told her, you don't just have to wield lightning from a cloud. You can create lightning within it. Mm -hmm. She was thinking about that in the moment. And there were two wyvern 
in the cloud. Oh, and, and they go above the clouds. So and she comes up with the idea to force her energy downward. So her and Taryn go above the clouds and she can see them within the clouds. Mm-hmm. And that's when they decide to fry, like to zap within the cloud and to keep it contained within the cloud, which is something that Violet has never done. So yeah, she keeps so it contained she, she, in the cloud. Yeah, so she strikes her lightning into the clouds and she says that it it webs out into like many branches. Mm-hmm. And what the wyvern were doing is they were drawing energy from the clouds. And so yeah. she put two and two together and she put all her power into the clouds and electrocuted them. <laughs> yep. The same thing what she did with the other venom. So yep. wyvern are kind of like their dragons and like their griffins. It's what they ride. It's how they fly across um but in fourth wing they kind of put together that whatever the wyvern sees their sage sees yeah which is the head yeah which is their leader so now that they've seen erasia and their hatching grounds and what's happening they have like no time to think quick and think fast because now they think that you know the venom know exactly what's happening and what they're doing yeah, and they're going to go straight for the hatching grounds because mm-hmm. that's where all of the magic is. Yeah. And again, they still don't have wards. You know, they've tried to bring the wards up and it's failed. Um, so they haven't had an opportunity to protect themselves yet. Yeah, and I think that's why, because the wyvern don't have any writers in this scene. Mm-hmm. And so they were like questioning, like, okay, where were the writers at? And they put two and two together and they realized that it was probably just a distraction so that they can go to the hatching ground. Or it was like, or they were trying to get intel. They go back into Erasia, you know, there's some new, because Erasia is kind of like in a mountain. So, you know, they break off the mountain mm-hmm. into, you know, more rooms, more dorms for. The new flyers that are there, uh, they start kind of creating like kind of like quadrants a little bit, yeah. um, just like they did in Best Guy. Um, but now with flyers, so now they all have to get along, and that is not easy. <laughs> yeah, riders and, flyers. <laughs> and of course, you know this is Zayden's house, and again, keep in mind, Zay or Violet is supposed to be rooming with Rhiannon. And, you know, with Kat being in Erasia, Kat has gone to Zayden's room a couple of times trying to seduce Zayden, but Zayden's not there because he's out, you know, doing other things and Violet's in the room and Violet puts it together like, oh shit, she's been here. She's been to his room. She knows where it's all at. And it's just, it's a lot. It's intense. And Violet's still kind of pissed at Zayden as much, you know, as much as they still have sex and still, you know, (laughs) talk. She's just upset at all the secrets that are still being held. Yeah, Yeah, because she finds out that's his Mm ex-fiance. And, oh, this cat know how to get under her skin. Oh, my God. The things that she says to Violet, I would have just slapped her right there. She's so disrespectful. Cat. Cat's magic and mind manipulation is enhancing feelings. So whenever she's around um, Violet, Violet doesn't know how to block that out. 
just yet. So she's been, you know, enhancing her rage and her jealousy and her insecurities. And, you know, Zayden keeps reassuring her, like, you don't, don't let her get in your head. There was one quote from um, Kat to Violet. She says, does it bother you that I had him first? How his weight feels above me? Like, Mm -hmm. bitch. Yeah, just like in Best Guy, they have, like, challenges, and it's kind of like a wrestling match where they can wrestle and um, mm-hmm. challenge people. And Kat challenges Violet. Because she wants to kill her. Well, Violet's like, you know what, fuck it. She can't kill me. She's not going to kill me. Yeah. Violet is very confident in herself now. And this is where Violet finds out that Cat doesn't love Zayden, never has, and never will. She wants the crown. And the power. And the power, which then mm-hmm. also clicks for Violet because Violet didn't even think about the crown of Arisha because technically Arisha is a city and he's like the prince of Arisha. Uh, yeah, and where they're staying is she refers to it a house of a palace. So yeah. he's he's royalty. Yeah, but it never occurred to Violet. Like, she never thought of yeah. it because for the longest time, Erasure didn't exist. But it yeah. does. It does. And so, she didn't know how high up he was or his father. Yeah. So, you know, this is all new to Violet and she doesn't – and then she gets even more pissed off at the fact that she doesn't love Zayden and she's only been doing this for the power and she doesn't care about the power. Mm-hmm. And this is where Kat's, you know, enhancement on her feelings of rage. And she almost kills Kat. She yeah. comes very <laughs> close to killing Kat to the point where Zayden kind of pulls her off. He and not to, Yeah, and not to save Kat or anything because he can give two shits if she dies. He intervenes because he knows Violet would never forgive herself yeah. for killing yep. her. He takes her out and takes her into the throne. They have like their meetings there. The... Yeah. And he kicks everybody out. And, and you know, this is where everyone's favorite quote, because I've seen this all over TikTok, <laughs> all over Instagram, yep, all over everything. This is everyone's favorite quote. And obviously one of ours as well yeah. is when he says, my house, my woman, my chair. Yep. It's my house, my chair, my women. And then he puts her on the fucking drone chair and he goes to town. (laughs) Yep. He eats her out. He makes her come in the chair and she doesn't even have to touch him. Like, and then that was the other thing was that he, they've discovered that they can feel each other without even being near each other because he doesn't want to have sex with her in this moment. He wants it all to be for her. There's no retaliation for him. He wants her to know that this is hers. And he's, like she says she can feel him and he's sitting at the table like clenching and holding on to the the table in order for him yeah. not to like burst basically yeah and she doesn't even realize what what chair she's sitting on like that's how clueless yeah. she is to this whole royalty stuff like and then yeah, she puts she's sitting on the two throne. Two together and she's like this is his throne yeah she's sitting in his throne she just came in his th- in his throne now, whenever he sits in it, he's that's what he's going to think about. Yeah. yeah. He'll be in these meetings just thinking about what yep. he did to his girl. <laughs> uh-huh. It's intense, and it brings it definitely brings Violet down. And they kind of explain Kat's powers. Um, 
and her being able to manipulate her mind. So she works on shielding her. And they're doing an outdoor lesson in this cave. And they're looking for runes that they've mm-hmm. created. So part of the part of the daggers that can kill the venom, they have to imbue them with runes. And it's basically like spells that these weapons can hold. So once they use the weapons, those spells get, you know, released. And even lesser magic people, flyers can use them. But they're going on this lesson for detecting the runes. So they're looking for the runes um, and they go into this cave because that's where it's leading them. And it's a narrow path, so Taryn doesn't fit. So we get to have Andarna. Yeah. <laughs> so we have a little bit of Andarna because she's just been eating sheep. And <laughs> she's been trying to eat the griffins. And Taryn's like, we do not eat our allies. But... And she's like, come on, I just want to know what a griffin would taste like. But she's stuck with the sheep. She's been eating sheep. Um, so Andarna gets to go on this lesson with Violet because it's a narrow path, so Taryn can't go. But he is close by. He's flying above them. He's not very far, so if they need anything, he's there. Um, they go into this cave because that's where they're sensing the runes and that's where they're yeah. trying to find them. And she can already tell, like, something's off, and she's yeah. talking to Taryn, and, Darna, and he's like, what's wrong? And they're just like, I don't know, yeah. there's a sense. And Darna, yeah, and Darna can feel it, and so can Violet. And so mm-hmm. they're kind of telling Taryn to, you know, be prepared for something, you know, something feels off. Yeah. And when they're in this cave, uh, a screeching roar comes through. And there is Solus, which was Varish's dragon, which Violet just killed Varish in part one. And so Solus has been hiding out. Mm-hmm. They have not been able to find Solus, but they just found him. And of course, he goes in trying to attack them. And Solus attacks, people die. Cat almost dies, and you know, Violet being who she is, saves her. Mm-hmm. And Miriam, and they work, they end up working together. And and Darna is the one who ends up killing Solus. And you know, dragons killing dragons is not something that is taken lightly, it's always something that you know is kind of frowned upon, hence, why. You know, when Taryn didn't kill Solus, he took his eye. Because killing another dragon, you know, leaves a mark on the dragon's soul. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's frowned upon. And, you know, it can change their character and their integrity. And so, you know, Taryn didn't take that chance. But instead, you know, Taryn being the badass he is, took his eye. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that was, like, one of Taryn's biggest regrets is not killing Solus because it put mm-hmm. Violet and, and Darna in danger. And Darna. Yeah, but even though Andarna killed Solus, Taryn said that he was proud. Yes. He was proud of uh, of Andarna, Andarna for Violet. protecting Violet, protecting her, um, you know, and, you know, they've been so worried about Andarna because she's 
an adolescent Wait. and she's mm. yeah she can't even fly all the way yet yeah and she killed solace a lot happened in this scene and darna what did taryn call in darna dragon slayer just slayer oh slayer. slayer and then that's when zayden's like you had a chance to let her die and you didn't let her die <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you know again a testament to violet she's like no i'm not gonna let her fucking die yeah but then you know that kind of this is where we start to like kind of like cat because mm-hmm. violet saved her life and so she kind of backs off and is like she saved my life like yeah she's not as bad as i thought <laughs> Yeah, no, like, now I see why Zayden is in love with her, because she's selfless, she's brave, and she's taking on this dragon without even a thought. Yeah. But in the cave, you know, there's a mention to, you know, people possibly having two signets when their dragons bond a family member. Uh, She had forgotten about that, that that is a possibility, because I think Sloane brings it up with Liam, I think you were right when Liam had two signets because I think Sloane brings it up with, oh, Liam had two signets because his dragon also was, you know, bonded our grandfather or something like yeah. that. And things are like kind of clicking in Violet's head and it's like, oh, yeah. And, you know, that's going to come into a huge play. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and Darna says something like, if if you think it's true then seek it out or something like that i feel like she kind of alludes to knowing yeah but taryn said if you have a question about it get it from the source yeah like because he was like whatever your thoughts are you need to stop them now put your shields up and get it from the source yeah like she needs to go he needs to be the one to tell violet zayden does not coming from anybody else after the cave, Zayden's pissed that she let Kat live and that she did this whole thing by herself. And she, they kind of blow up at each other at this point. Mm-hmm. And because Zayden's whole thing is like, ask me anything you want and I'll tell you the truth. But Violet feels like I shouldn't have to ask you. You should just tell yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They blow up and Zayden's like, Ask me what you've been wanting to ask me. Ask me about. Oh, here's yeah. a quote, like talking about that. So he says, "Because I let you live long enough for us to fall in love. Without that deal, God's know what I would have done in my need for revenge. Ask me why I don't regret it." He says, um, "Stop being so scared of the answers or waiting for me to give them to you. Demand the truth." And he thinks that she's talking about his her mom like on Uh what she did to her and she just comes back and says what's your second signet and he freezes she is like that's the first time i've ever seen him shocked like i have never seen him at a loss for words i've never seen him surprised i've never seen him anything and he kind of just and says he's just like that's not what i that's not what we can talk about right now. Let's talk about how you know about your mom and you don't want to say it. You don't want to ask me. Oh, because she already knew what the deal. And then she gets pissed because she's like, you knew that I knew and you knew that I, but you didn't say anything. And it's like, she's oh, bad. Yeah. And it's, like, and it's like Zayden. Also, she doesn't give a shit. Like she knows yeah. she doesn't care because yeah. she can't 
she's so hurt by what her mom did to you. She doesn't want to relive that. She doesn't want to go through that. She doesn't want to accept that that's that she hurt him. Yeah. Because dating can't talk about having a second signet. Um, you know, the night passes, the next day happens, and Zayden asks her to go on a ride. Her, Taryn, Segale, and Zayden go on a ride onto a cliff. Um, and shit hits the fan with Zayden's second signet because in the room he was like, I don't, like, I don't have a second signet. Like, what, what are you talking Lying. about? Yeah. Um, and, you know, Violet let it go and now here they are. And he was like, why, how do you know that I have a second signet or something along those lines? And she's like, I put it together, like. You had told me that Sigail bonded your grandpa. Mm-hmm. And, and But everyone else assumes it was an uncle. that, And that's why his shadow wielding is so strong. Yeah. Because it can either be a second signet or it can be like his original signet is like stronger. Yeah. Because he's like one of the, I think he is like the strongest, the strongest. rider with um, his signet. Yeah. Um, and things to know about signets, mind reader signets are basically executed on site. They are not allowed to live. Um, Zayden has a somewhat of a mind reader signet, but because all of them have been executed, he can't really, uh, learn about it too much. So... Mm-hmm. He so he's a is type in, of intensic. So yeah, he's he an intentions. Yes, he can read people's intentions. And when that comes to light, Taryn and Sigale are next to him, and Taryn didn't know. Sigale no. kept this a secret from her mate, and Zayden just told tells Violet was like, even mates have secrets. And Taryn is just so hurt that Violet can feel that hurt. And they just feel it. Yeah. They they both feel it. And Taryn is so hurt. And, you know, she's like, are you okay? And Taryn's like, yeah, you don't need to worry yourself about dragon business. But it's just yeah. <laughs> because he's so hurt. He is just yeah. like, so hurt by Sigail not telling him. But they were worried that. If even the elders of the dragons knew that they were going to kill Zayden, that she was worried for dragons making the mistake of killing him as well, not just the humans. And Violet goes into this whole thing where it's like, have you ever used your intention, you know, signet on me? Just like Dane did. Like, are you any different from Dane than what Dane did to me? Yeah. And he says, no, he would never do that. Yeah, he says no, he would never do that. And, you know, they're having this argument. And when she finds out and when, you know, Taryn realizes that Gale kept this from her, Zayden says, it took you less than a minute to fall out of love with me. And she just gets pissed because she's like, stop using your intention, like your (laughs) signet on me. She's like, that's not what's happening. Like, I'm upset with you, but. I'm not out of love with you. Yeah. That's not what's happening. I'm just upset. Crazy. Um, 
Yeah. So we lost some brownie points with Satan and gained so much yes. Dane. <laughs> a little bit here and there. Yes. Dane's keeping, you know, keeping things from him. But in the midst yeah. of, you know, them arguing away from Erasia because, you know, they can't take the chance on anyone hearing them. Mm-hmm. Some shit goes down. And oh, I think God. it's right around here, right? Where it is. It's like literally right after. <laughs> right around here where and her mom basically ask for a meeting with her daughters and um because markham's the one that can see the outcome of a battle yeah so they end up meeting violet and mira go and zayden go and markham the battle's coming and we're gonna lose if we don't have your guys's help yeah and that's when Brennan comes up from behind them and reveals himself to his mom, to their mom. Oh, he reveals But him- it's not like the happy mm-hmm. mother-son reunion. No, Brennan absolutely hates his mother. <laughs> yep. Hates him. She, he feels like it's her fault that he quote-unquote died mm-hmm. because she wanted to protect the secret of Venon. Oh, the by Venon the way, it's Malgren. 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 Okay. Markham must have, must be a he's it's a, a different one. I know who that is, but yeah, yeah. So Melgren Melgren. is the one. Melgren is the one that can see the outcome of the battles. Mm-hmm. So, um, so they have a meeting because Melgram can see the outcome, and he says that they're going to lose if they don't have this, their help. Yeah. And Brennan comes out and straight up says no. <laughs> we're not going to help you. We're not going to use our resources to help you guys. Where was Navarre when, you know, the cities around Navarre needed help? And now yeah, you want and, their help. And they also, like, question, like, okay, if you've seen the outcome, like, how like how did you expect us – what did what did you expect us to yeah. do about it? How do so, you change it? What, what can we do to change it if you already be, know what's going to happen? Yeah. And, you know, their argument is that, you know, you guys have marked one, so we can't see the outcome if you guys join in. It's just he knows that they won't lose. But Brennan's like, nope, fuck that. You should have helped us. He said, we will by committee. <laughs> they end up going back to this guy. Oh, I'm not ready to talk about the ending. Oh, my God. So it's just, it's. It's a lot. It's so much i don't even know where to start with this so (laughs) the wards have fallen the wards have fallen yep they then realize that's when they realize that the venom are going after bezgaith for the ward stone that's what the venom want and they think that mira could raise the wards but she tells them like no i can't do it on my own like i'm not strong enough there's no because way she's a shield so she yes. is a shield so they think that once you know the wards are up she's like an extension of the wards mm-hmm. so they go to Bezgaeth and you know her mom the general like is like no you guys are crazy like our ward stone is protected like it's not gonna come down and like the battle that Melgram saw is a setup it's not the real battle mm-hmm because now you have no guards here in those guys because you sent them all to the post where you guys originally saw the battle. Yeah, and now they're unprotected. 
with and half now of their the war throne is unprotected. Mm-hmm. So they all make their way back to Vesgaeth to protect the Wardstone. Bade comes into play. Instead of Bade being the one to, you know, override Jack's emotions, it's Jack overriding Bade's emotions. Yes. Uh, and Jack is taking control. Within the Wards, Jack is able to manage somehow being yeah. Benin. So nobody yeah. knew. So no one knew because he was able to make his way in and he was able to bond with the dragon and he was able to do all these things. Um, so he is trying to, you know, break the wartstone and he tells Violet, like, there's more of us here and you're all going to die. And he, and he, again, he says, the sage wants you. Mm-hmm. And Violet's, I don't know what that means. Like, no. Stop, like, Jack, what are you doing? Like, no, like, this can't be happening. And then he kills Bade. His own dragon. Like, what? Kills his own dragon. Because he needed Bade to, like, knock over the stone and it wasn't falling. So he ends up killing Mm -hmm. Bade. But it doesn't kill him because he's a fucking Venon. And, you know, the rules apparently don't apply to him. And he, (laughs) he kills his fucking dragon. And the wards are officially down. Yep. Defenseless. And all hell breaks loose. And, you know, Zayden's out there fighting. Violet's trying to get Brennan to heal the ward stone and to, mm-hmm. like, put it back together. And she realizes that the missing piece of their ward stone back in Erasia was in Darna. Yes. So th- when she, she, her and Dane were trying to translate the book together, she mm-hmm. kept getting stuck on a word and she kept um, saying Iron Rain. She's mm-hmm. like, Iron Rain, this doesn't make sense, blah, blah, blah. And I think Dane comes in, he's like, no, that says Iron, that means Iron Flame, not Iron Rain. Mm-hmm. And, and Darna is the one who comes in. Yeah, because it was the six and the one. It was the six and the one. So the six strongest dragons and the one, which ends up being Andarna. They can only use their fire once to raise the wards. Yes. They have to make a decision if they're going to ward Navarre or if they're going to ward Erasia. Yep. And they went with Navarre. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, because that's where they all were. That's yes. where Zayden is. That's where they are. That's where Sigail is. That's where Taryn is. That's where they are now. That is and where they're getting attacked. During all this, yeah, during all this is when they're getting attacked by Venon. So Vila's down in the chambers trying to get the wards back up, doing whatever she can. Um, and I believe Sloane's there with her, and then her mm-hmm. mother comes. Yeah. In order for Violet to put magic back into the stone, she has to pull from Taryn and she has to pull from Endarna because Endarna is the key to raising the wars. Mm-hmm. And in doing that, she almost burns out. And her mom ends up, because her mom is a storm wielder, ends up taking that lightning and that storm. And she's the one that finishes imbuing the stone. Yeah, but she's not strong enough, so she tries to get Sloane, who siphons power, 
to mm-hmm. pretty much give her a boost. And Violet is not having it. She's like, this is my mom. Like, you're going to kill her. And her mom just says to Sloan, you're a Mayari. Mayari. Mm-hmm. I killed your mother. Mm-hmm. Antagonizing her. Riled her. Up. Yeah, antagonizing mm-hmm. her, getting her riled up so that she can go through with siphoning her power. And Violet mm-hmm. is just like, Sloan, don't do it. Yeah, she's begging not to do it, but Sloan does it. It's the way Sloan. you save everybody. Yeah, you sacrifice the one for everyone. Yeah, and so, so her mom dies. Her mom <laughs> dies, yep. I didn't and cry. I honestly didn't I care. I didn't cry either. I was like, you know what, fuck it. Yeah, but fuck her. And that moment, well, she's, it was so sad. she's getting drained. She yeah, she's getting drained. Her mom is dying or dead in front of her and mind you guys at this moment in time her shields aren't the best so while Zayden is up there fighting he feels her or you know it's vice versa they're feeling each other and they can't differentiate what feelings are what yeah and they think they're both dying so Zayden thinks that Violet's dying and Violet thinks that Zayden's dying and as soon as they get the wards up all the venom, all the wyvern fall. Um, <laughs> and um, they end up arresting Jack Barlow. And Violet goes to find Zayden. Oh my god, I'm so sad. <laughs> I, I don't, know. I don't even want to say it. So. She goes to find Zayden. And they're kind of blocking her view from him. And she's just like, needs to find out if he's okay. Mm-hmm. She has to, you know, put his put her eyes on him, and um, she looks at him, and he says, "Me, you should be scared of me." And I was just a mess. I, I was, I was just crying. Like, like I was like, "No way, Zayden's venom. There's no way. How? Like, what happened while she was gone? Like, we don't know anything that happened." during the battle with Zayden while all this was going on in the chambers because she focused on talking about putting mm-hmm. the wards up. So we don't know what the hell happened. In the very last chapter, uh, Zayden's, Zayden's point of view. Point of view. <laughs> he comes face to face with the sage, which and is then he the says, leader of Venon. Yeah, and he says, I told you once that you'd turn for love. He says, holding his arms out, and so you shall. And Zayden's like, you don't know shit about me. <laughs> um, so here is when he says, I throw myself down the vaughn to fill Violet's slipping, burning, intending to my shadow slipping, but the general doesn't move. She's going to sacrifice herself to save me, and she intends to die. My heart falls into my throat, and I taste it again, the same as it was when I sat in her bedside at rest in fear. You know what will happen when you fail, the general taunts. Flicking a weak bands of the shadows curling around his throat, I step over your dead body to find her, and then I will wrap my hands around her delicate little neck. So this is the sage talking to Zayden. If you don't turn, I'm going to kill her. Yeah. And Sigail's like, don't let, don't do this. Like, hold yeah. him. Don't, don't do anything. She's like, you cannot. Not. I chose you. And then he says, but Violet chose me too. I'm not going to die, but, you know, Sigil, don't do it. And then he turns into Venon. Yeah. 
And, and they... you know, Sigail is pissed at him. I don't bother reaching for Sigail. She's been eerily silent since the battle ended. The doors to the bridge open on my command as one far on the side. Keeping wrapped in my darkness, I pass over the clinic and spent hours waiting for Sawyer to come to out of surgery. Oh. He is, you know, Violet knows he's been in, but they still shared a bed last night. They still slept together. I don't think they had sex or anything. No. But they still shared a bed together, and that was a huge deal for Zayden because, you know, she still loves me. She's not leaving me yet. And, um... He goes to visit Jack Barlow in like the little prison or wherever they're holding Mm -hmm. him. And he asks Jack Barlow, what's the cure? And all he says to Zayden is, welcome to our fucked up family. Guess we're brothers now. And that's how it ends. That is literally the last fucking sentence is guess we're brothers now. Jack fucking Barlow says that to Zayden Ryerson. Who the fuck do you think you are, Jack? I just, I can't even, I, who the fuck do you think you are, Jack? There's no cure. The audacity. There's no cure. There's no cure that we know of. he has to live with it, pretty much. That we know of. Yes. That we know of. that's what Jack says. There's no cure. But your theory is that Violet's mom had she was venom when she was pregnant with Violet. So now that the book is over, and if we could go into every single thing that happens in this book, oh. we would be here for hours and hours and hours yes. on end. Touch on everything, but that is the end of Iron Flame. Another cliffhanger. Ending, yes. Ending with Jack. And it's so funny because both of them ended with brothers. Like, a fourth wing ended with oh, Brennan yeah. saying welcome to the revolution, which is Violet's brother. And now this one is saying that Jack Barlow's we're brothers now. No, they're not. Stop it. Oh, <laughs> okay, so fan theories. Let's go. I don't really know too many fan theories about Iron Flame just because I've been – I was just so upset and so heartbroken. Liam didn't fully come back. Uh, no. Ugh. I have two. So- Zayden's venom. Jack Barlow's alive. Oh, God. A lot happened. So one of the theories is Violet's second signet. Do you have any indication or any idea of what it is? Because Rebecca Yaros did say that it has been brought up or it's already been in Iron Flame. We just don't know what it is yet. So do you think you know what it is? I mean, I think it could be that she can talk to the dead. The dead. I, I think, think that's either, a good one. I think it's because she could talk to Liam in like times of stress. Yeah. So I think she has a connection to that or it's being able to project. She can project herself like oh, being with the yeah. sage like mm-hmm. from her dreams. Like it's not really a dream. It's a projection of herself. Okay. Yeah, those things. are good ones. So those are the second signets that I think she has according to like what's been said in Iron Flame mm-hmm. without her actually like flat out saying this is her second signet. Yeah, no, I agree with you, especially the speaking to the dead one. Um, mm-hmm. But I guess we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> oh my god, if Liam comes back in any way, shape, or form, I will be I'll so die. fucking happy. I'll die. Oh my god. I okay, the other one that I have, this one's kind of sad, but so if Sigil and Taryn die, 
would it not affect Violet and Zayden? Because Zayden is no longer tethered to Sigil and Violet would still have Andarna. So do you think if they died, like Zayden and Violet are good? They're alive still? I don't know. Because now that Zayden's been it. Well, but Zayden's trying to get a cure. cure. But will he be able to? But I don't know because we kind of went into this with fourth wing. Like if. Yeah. Does Violet die even if Taryn dies because of Andarna? I don't think she does. I don't think so either. I think she would just be heartbroken. But I think having Andarna, and now knowing that how special Andarna is, Andarna is pretty strong. So I don't think that it's going to affect her the way everyone thinks it does. It is going to. Yeah, I agree. Because you have any oh, other theories? So the second signet thing is always mm-hmm. based on what they need the most. So I think that's yeah. when it manifested is when she needed Liam. Oh my god. That's perfect. I didn't think about so that. I think that's what it is. Because that's what they say, like your signet yeah. is something that you need. And, and that's that when time, she was trying to piece together what Zayden's was. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. Ugh, so I I hope it's that. I hope so too, because I really want Liam back. <laughs> we can right. do favorite quotes of the entire book. It doesn't have to be just part two. Yeah, no, the entire book. I have a few, so I can do one, you can do one, and then we'll switch off. Okay. Okay. One of mine is from Taryn. He says to Violet, I chose you not as my next, but as my last. And should you fall, then I will follow. <laughs> mm-hmm. he's just so loyal like and yeah. I, he he already experienced losing a rider and he cannot go through that again that heartbreak yeah. mine is from part one and it's violet when she says touch me and i swear to the gods i'll cut your fucking hands <laughs> and let the quadrant sort you out in the next round of challenges dane atos oh my god i love that one <laughs> that one is my favorite quote when she, they get back to those guys What's the perfect one? Um, this one's Zayden. Uh, okay, so she says, actually, okay, it's Violet first. She says, it's already snowing up the pass. I bet we get seven inches tonight. And Zayden mm-hmm. says, maybe more if you're good. <laughs> That's a good okay. one. Okay. <laughs> Blushing. Yeah. So one of mine was from Zayden, and it was uh, when she was in interrogation, and she was remembering what he said, and it was violence. Remember, it's only the body that makes you fragile. You are unbreakable. I love that one. That's a good one. Zayden Mm -hmm. saying to Violet in one of their arguments, he says, you want to know something true, something real? I love you. I'm in love with you, and I have been since the night the snow fell in your hair, and you kissed me for the first time. And grateful my life is tied to yours because it means I won't have to face a day without you in it. My heart only beats as long as yours does. And when you die, I'll meet Malik at your side. Oh, I have oh that one God. as my favorite one, too. <laughs> Ugh, that was... Like, she kept going back and forth in the first one. Like, oh, he only wants me alive because if I die, he dies. But it's like, no, he literally he cannot live you. without you because he loves you so much and he doesn't want to spend a day without you. This is in Darna. She says, I wish we could have talked more about her, but we've been talking so long. She says, I waited 650 years to hatch, waited until your 18th summer. 
I knew you would have the mind of a scribe and the heart of a writer. You would be mine. Mm, like she fucking yeah. waited for Violet. Literally over ties- 600 years. And that just ties back into what she said last time when she was like, have you ever thought that I was saving you? Yeah. If she waited, like, how does she know? How did Aunt Darna know that Violet was going to be her person? Like yep. her writer? I don't know. I think, I think something she's going on. We're still in the time thing. Yes, I am. Yeah. We'll find out. <laughs> yeah, we will. Same. I, what yeah. do you rate it? Let's give ratings. Oh, five out of five. This also made me feel all the things. It made me feel different things for different people in this book. <laughs> for Violet, I was very, I loved her and I was like, stop complaining so much type of yeah. thing. And then I was also like, Kat, you're such a bitch. But I was like, oh, okay, I kind of get it. Um, and Zayden, I was like, my heart just broke for him at the end. When <laughs> I know. Turned him in and I was just, I was so yeah. heartbroken. I'm still not a big fan of Dane, but, you know, he redeemed himself a little bit. (laughs) A little bit. I give it a Mm 4.75. It was a little slow at first, but the ending and the middle, I mean, it just ramped up. But Violet, she really annoyed me, this book. Like, I was like, how can she go from loving her so much in the first one to, like, just being a bratty annoying entitled little girl like I don't know she really annoyed me I know Um, but I I get it though because she's like she's in this world that she knew nothing about but everyone around her knew it and she didn't she's in a house with her you know boyfriend's ex-fiance she's getting tested left and right about you know wielding her match her signet that she has no control over yet so I'm like I get it She's a little bitchy and she's a little whiny, but she's fucking tired. She's tired of all this. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I still love her, but it was just yeah, the whining was a little yeah. too much. Like, she's still fucking badass. Mm-hmm. And but I she's just Dane. I like Dane. <laughs> I like Dane. Dane redeemed himself for you? He redeemed himself for me. Ugh. I really do like him. And I think he's going to do right by Violet from now on. I think that, that wraps it up. Iron Flame. Iron Flame. Uh, next week, guys, we're going to be doing Hooked. Um, we will announce our winner for our giveaway tomorrow. Um, I would say probably about noon. Give us a follow on our Instagram, which is Bookish Brews Pod. If you guys have any book recommendations, we will take them all. Thanks for tuning into Bookish Brews and listening to the caffeinated banter between two friends. Next week's banter will be all about Hooked. We're Bookish Brews, and we'll catch you next week. Bye.